Hi, this is Giuseppe. Hi, this is Anthony. And you're listening to For the Love of Sophia. A philosophy podcast brought to you by the Public Philosophy Project. If you have any questions or suggestions, feel free to email us at publicphilproject at gmail.com. Enjoy the ride. What's up, guys? Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I don't even know the number of the episode. About uh, I think 79. 79. Yes. Okay, nice. Uh, so the last ones were on... Uh, learning and Teaching. Learning and Just Teaching. Just came out today, the new one. I, I already forgot, right? Yes, yes. Um, so, uh, and, um, and we're going <laughs> to we're gonna be... So last time we talked to you guys, the queen just died. Yes. Now, Italy just elected a far right. Uh, Ooh, see, I don't. I, I know only a little bit about this because yeah, yeah no, it's not as important as the queen dying. Yes, but also <laughs> like she, because remember how we've talked about how like the left yeah. right thing in different countries mean different yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the thing. We're, we're talking like people that have direct ties to. Mussolini's doctrine. So I'm not. I'm not just saying far right. Just, ah. uh, just in terms like uh, that you might have over here. Like we're talking the real deal there. Interesting. And as I said to one of my friends, oh, you know, we better watch this thing out because, as we know, Europe knows how to do fascism better than anybody else. That's why. And this is the thing that Jonathan just texted you about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so shout out to Jonathan. Yeah, that's what John is talking about. Um. So today. Yes. We are talking about something that probably we've run into indirectly. Yeah. Whether it's through consciousness stuff, whether it's through moral stuff. Yes. Um, whether it's through justice. True. Even learning and teaching. And partially, yes. Um, we're going to talk about this thing called a person and personhood. Yeah. What does that mean to be, to have personhood? You have mm-hmm. personhood, right? And you also are a person? Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to try to figure out how um, how to navigate this because as much as this seems to be uh, an easy topic, maybe right all, person is a person, right? Uh, it's not really that that simple. And, I, you know, right now I was thinking like, well, there are so many distinctions that can be made, right? And sometimes, which sometimes we don't make in plain language, right? Is a person different from an individual? Mm. Are these two things the same thing? Um, you know, uh, is a person the same as a human being, or are mm. these different things? And I suspect that we are not going to get to the bottom of any of these things, but uh, we're going to try our best, I guess. And this is not the only questions that we can ask. There's a bunch of things attached to this. I already know this one's going to be hard. <laughs> um, we, for those of you listening, we just flipped the coin. Yes, and exactly. landed on this one and went. Ah. <laughs> So, okay, when you talk about personhood, there's a bunch of different concepts that come to mind, and, and I'm sure they come to mind in some people. I, there is the metaphysics of what a person is, mm-hmm. and then so all those words related to person, like personal, uh, personal identity, personality, personality self, um, and then there's the the ethics and politics of it, which are like, as you said earlier, what are the normative implications yes. of these, you know, bare bones metaphysics in general? So yes, and because we usually attach normative uh, stuff to persons mm. rather than whatever is not a person. Yeah, and and in, as with everything else, like the way you sort through it metaphysically is going to determine. How you follow through ethically. Exactly, exactly. So we can say that I think in the way in which we proceed on this podcast most of the time, we usually go, metaphysics precedes ethics. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if it is methodologically always the case, mm-hmm. but definitely this is the way we've been doing. This is our favorite way of doing things here. Yeah, the only person I have come across is who says the opposite is this, this guy who I don't like is Levinas. <laughs> He's the one that says ethics is first philosophy. Yes. Uh, well, and I think that, strangely enough, 
in this day and age, this seems to be the case, right? Definitely in practice. Where what is right is more important than what is. Because you deal with the, the upper level more than you deal with like, what are the mechanics of reality as exactly. you're walking around throughout your life? And I'm even thinking on a, even on a lower level discussion, right? Uh, you know this very well. Like there's a bunch of people that think that things like being kind is more important than being truthful. Right? Yes, that, yes. That, that telling the truth is secondary to yes. being good. Yeah, that was a sign I told you at the middle school that uh, Claire used to work at. Yeah. And we, I, was, I was horrified. We, we were, actually, we were talking about something similar in one of my uh, one of my classes yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, some divide within the class of what's more important. Okay, uh, all right. So you think of person. Yes. Very basic thing. You talk to someone on the street, they'd probably be like, "You're a person, and I'm a person." Mm-hmm. And you said, "Well, what do you mean <laughs> by that?" I don't know what kind of answer what we're going to get. From the from the layman? from Yeah, we pick someone on the street. We say, am I a person or are you a person? They say yes. And then we say, so what is that? Okay. I suspect that they would, the first thing that they would point out is that both of us um, are part of the same species. That would mm. be my my thing. So human. I think that that's what, that's what they would point to. Uh, we are being a human being means to be a person. Hmm. Um, don't you think so? What do you think they would they would say? I think they would probably say that because the 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 other question to that is, you say we're people, persons, mm-hmm. but then you would say this table is not a person. Yes, and I would say, well, what's the difference? And they would probably say, well, you're a human, or you're alive, or you're alive. And I think the the natural response to that is okay so i'm not going to say what is a human don't worry (laughs) but i'm going to say there's different stages and types of human right like for example a dead human yes right this is still a human um is a zombie is a zombie a person right the do the zombie rights exist um (laughs) i'm gonna say something else but i'm like nope not gonna say that um (laughs) A person, uh, an adult versus a child. Yes. Are they both people? Are they both people? I mean, persons. Persons. And are they persons in the same way? And then the baby and then the fetus and then the potential for personhood, right? Like these things all come into play. Yeah, absolutely. And then you got to, you know, if if it's the species or if it's the DNA, Mm. like how much of it needs to be the same, right? Uh, The chromosome has to look exactly the same. Do we need... Uh, uh, distinctions, question, linguistic, mm-hmm. linguistic question, language question. Yes. People, People. Is that the plural person? What is the difference there? As far as I know, yes. You okay. say that, oh, there's a that person, or oh, yeah, those are those people. Although we have the term persons, That's like persons saying. of interest in legal cases. So what's the difference there? Is, 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 uh, if it is relevant to what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I'd have to... Do a linguistic little, little etymology thing there. It's a good question. Because I'm wondering, I'm wondering if persons kind of, um, how can we say, um, I underlines or highlights better the individual characteristics of that group, mm. and people instead highlights the the group, the general, the general. The, Interesting. It could be. And then maybe there's a reason why on legal documents it says persons rather than people because persons brings forth with it many different baggage. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in terms of ethics and, and rights and stuff, whereas people might not. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. So, But you said human, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think we run into an issue when you say that person equals human. Mm. Um this is something that Locke talked about because if you look at the words we make from person, one of them you mentioned was personality. Mm-hmm. And personality certainly doesn't mean the same thing as human. Definitely. Right? Humans have a personality. All different types of personalities, right? There's not like one type. They're accidental or they're, they're predicates. Yes. Right. Exactly. They're not the core. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in addition to their, them not being a core, personalities could change. Yes. Although your being human does not change. Yes. Like Locke talked about this. He said um, the identity of living things, which would be like a cat, a plant, but also a human, yeah. is just that you're, you're participating in the same life force, basically, the stream of life. Yes. And he, dis- he uses this to distinguish between the identity of inanimate objects. Because if I rip a paper in half, different thing. It's yes. now fundamentally different. But if you cut your arm off, that you're is... the same human. Yes. And when my cat starts out as a kitten and is now ten times its size, the same cat. Yes. My plant, you know, it's still the same tomato plant when it gets yeah. big. Yeah. So he was like, I have to introduce something other than materiality, life force. But then he runs into – he doesn't run into trouble. He foresees the trouble you run into if you define person like that mm-hmm. because we tend to say things like she's a different person, mm-hmm. right? Like if she changes in some way, mm-hmm. if she gets into an accident and gets amnesia, mm-hmm. um, despite the fact that someone's the same human – Yes. They can be different personalities, different persons, is what Locke says. Yes. So he thinks that personal identity mm-hmm. is distinct from the identity of human. So he would disagree with this so, conflation. Yes, definitely. So I'm thinking Aristotle, right? Uh, the the human thing is the whatness, mm. while the personality is the thisness, mm. like the form, right? The, the ma- general the yeah, general yeah, yeah. aspect is. The being human, and then each one of us has the specific. Mm. Uh, but I still will say the personality is material, right? It's, it's the matter there, but that's, that's beyond. Besides that's the, the point. point. Yeah, understood. that's beside the point. Um, I'm wondering, though, if we're playing with the word personality too much there, right? Because I'm thinking, can we say the same thing? So the, what you rightly so, uh, what, what you point out, rightly so, is this, that the relationship between human and personality it's problematic right the moment we establish the human as the core and then personality is as kind of the derivative of it if we switch the word human with the word person mm-hmm. does it make a difference like because a person can become a different person too can have different personalities uh, right or am i wrong about that or does that or the concept of person already implies the possibility of change in there that is the question. I mean, let's say the concept of personality mm-hmm. implies that there's a locus of the personality, which is the person. Because mm-hmm. um, well, I think not necessarily, but yes, you don't think so. Uh, we could we could argue that that's we could be human, right? It's just a bunch of personality traits that float. Ah, uh, okay. We should probably talk about that in a second, but. In general, yep. personality is like the personishness, yes, of personishness <laughs> of something. Um, Plato. So I know he's in my my dreams and my nightmares. <laughs> but like, for example, th- like the table wouldn't have personality in the literal sense. We might make a metaphor and be okay. like, this table. He wears sunglasses. He's like a cool table, right? But that's based on person traits. Yes. Right? Yes. I'm trying to think if when I when we say like that some I don't know um a certain landscape has personality, right? Mm. What do we mean? That's interesting. Because, you know, it's not just just yes, character, right? Mm. It has character, it has a personality. Like New York City. Yes. What's it, the it, personality of New York City? Exactly. It has attitude. It has optimism. You know, it's it's funny because you the first thing that pops to your mind is like city. Well for mm-hmm. me it's like actually natural stuff, right? Like the Rocky Mountains, they have a personality. They have like there's something, there's a trait there that huh. um but I'm wondering but probably we're using you're right, probably we're using that metaphorically. Yeah, it seems like um, we're making those we're making those things into into persons. It's it's it in both cases it means something like quality. Yes, anthropomorphizing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's an anthropomorphized quality. Yes, so yeah, yeah. Say, I would agree with that. Yeah, okay, I would agree that that's the case. Uh, but yeah, so 
we're saying the person the, oh so we were trying to figure out if within the word person mm-hmm. there is already the the possibility of a change assuming that the locus of personality is mm-hmm. the person mm-hmm. um so within the fact that some which i think is reasonable to believe that the difference between a a mere human being mm-hmm. better the difference between defining someone as a mere human being and somebody as a person the reason for this distinction is the um distressing the 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 change aspect over the stable aspect to change to to stress the uh when you're talking about a human being you're kind of stressing whatever we all have in common mm-hmm. uh and those traits that are let's call it unchangeable or better they change very slowly i'm thinking evolution and stuff like that sure, right? sure but general more universal more universal while instead whenever we're defining somebody we're talking of somebody as a person we're indicating the specific voluble idiosyncrasies that that person because it's a person might possess so so person is already more individual unique i would say dynamic that's the first thing that comes to mind okay. to me so you were stressing the dynamic i was hearing the uniqueness when you no, say so, things like yes, idiosyncrasies yes absolutely which is the other related word personal yes right if something's personal it means like this is mine it's like intimate it's yeah. of me in my most like the core of who i am yes yes and it's but at the same time though mm-hmm. another word that's related to its uh, persona right which is kind of that's good the opposite of it right i kind of portray myself as hmm. well i i am, take on this persona exactly or maybe i'm not right that's interesting so it's not just the 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 core aspect the uniqueness that what makes me me right mm-hmm. uh but it's also the ability to wear a different dress right to 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 wear different habits to be a different to put on a different persona this is why I was thinking about the dynamic part. The uniqueness is there too, because the way you wear that persona, it's unique to you. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of leaning towards the fact that personality, person, better, person, is the term that we use when unconsciously we want to stress the dynamic aspect of our existence. Mm. Or maybe I'm exaggerating. But. As in... As in the possibility. She's this kind of person. Yes. And that and allows for the possibility of like, well, she used to be this, but yeah. now. Yeah. None of it, nothing, bold statement, none of the things that have to do with person mm-hmm. are fixed. Everything is always, it's always possible for the things that relate to person to change. I think that's the key word, possible. Yeah. Because they're not necessarily always changing. Yes. And you might be like, well, people don't change. But they could. They could. That's the key. Yes. Even if people have tendencies, that was the other side of our coin. Yes. When we were deciding topics <laughs> to be continued. Um, they could act in different ways. They could they think could. in different ways. And even if they don't, that doesn't mean that it's not, in theory, changeable. It just means that they didn't actualize that potential. There is the potentiality. Yes. Oh, so personhood. <laughs> so to be a person yes. contains with it necessarily potentiality. The necessary condition, material conditioners, I will say. Yes. It is the actuality yes. that is potential. That is yes. That that will make that makes possible changes. Okay. Within our existence. Okay. okay. I cannot believe that we're agreeing on this. Okay, so what are these things then? Well, okay, since you asked for it, <laughs> um, there might be a disagreement between not only us but anyone with regard to how much is changeable and how much is not changeable. Well, I, which goes in again to the next thing yes, that we're going to yes, talk but about. I, but I, um, I think that two things might be related enough that we're going to end up talking about these two things together uh, which sucks because we want another episode out of this well okay so I have a a way we can go that'll 
put us further in this one yeah. distinctly. What is that thing that that can change in theory? Like, what are, what are these things that add up to this thing we're calling person or okay. personality? Well, there are different ways uh, in which we can do But I... Yeah, we're going to continue the conversation about okay. the question next another time. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're just traits. What kind uh, of traits? Like physical traits? Uh, traits of character, I would say, right? Traits of character. Uh, which is another thing like a persona is a character you know so those things are related but i'm not sure that that is the case though right Hmm. i am suspecting that that might have something to do with it but this character is related to ethic yes right linguistically yeah but i'm also thinking definitely but i'm also thinking i'm not sure if i would say that those because that will assume that those are predicates again. That those these are like uh, traits that you can attach to some form of a core mm-hmm. that the person is, regardless of these things. And which I don't think. Right, and you're of the belief that 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 is the, the case. The strange belief that, <laughs> that non things can have properties. Uh yes. Okay. Um. No, no, but this is, the problem is not the non thing. This is not a fair characterization. <laughs> uh, it's, Straw the, person? Yeah. It's not, it's not like that there are non things. I think that things could be made entirely of characteristics. There is no thing independent of yes. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, so, whenever you say what, what are all these things that can change, uh, I think that it has to do with let's, let's make a vague. And let's make it uh, intelligible. Okay, both uh, of those things, vague and intelligible. Okay, <laughs> I'm thinking of let's call it like this, like uh, behaviors and ways in which we behave. That's what I was thinking we, of. We, they can change ways in which we relate to pe- with people and to people, like the way the, okay. the, the interrelationship that we have amongst human being. Uh, also, things that can change are the relationship. Okay, rewind. Relationship, so I'll take behaviors out. Uh, changes that occur in relationship to your surrounding environment, the way you interact with things, plants, animals, environment, and so on. So behavior with these things. Exactly. And then now. And now okay. also the way in which we behave, if you want, or the way in which we relate to a subject of the same species with other human beings, right? Uh-huh. Um also, ways in which we consider or behave towards ourselves, I think that we are not exempt from this meta-reflection on ourselves. Sure. sure. Um, Whether things can change. Ways in which we build, you know, I like this, the fictional, um, the fictional world that we depict for ourselves that has not necessarily that much contact really with reality. So I'll just we'll call it ideology. The mm-hmm. ideologies that we build to kind of justify the way we do all the things that we just mentioned. Mm. The relationship, that can change. So the abstractions we build and the relations we have to those abstractions. Yes. So the relationship okay. with the abstractions rather than with the things themselves. Okay, cool. So you have the behavior towards the world viewed as non-humans. Or persons. Yes. Then you have the world as viewed as behavior towards other people. Yes. And then you have the way you behave with yourself. Yes. And then you have these internal landscapes. Yes. Okay. I think I'm on board with all these things. All right. Um, there might be more. Definitely. Um, and I'm also, I think, I think the word ideology is always so like. No, no of course. I'm. Like what's the word I'm looking for? Loaded. Yes. Um, because there's you're using because people think of, people think of not of what I'm thinking, which is Althusser's way, but they think of also like political of, ideology. Yes. Versus, you could think of it like is just no, no, like the logos of ideas being woven together. Yes. Right. Like literally, as you said, the 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 theoretical the framework. Yes. Yeah. That, that we build around all those things. Um. Okay. Yeah. And I'm wondering if. 
there was something I was thinking, and I don't know if you would consider this part of that that landscape. The realms, not only the behaviors, but the the cloud of possible behaviors you would consider towards any one of those things. No, I wasn't included, but that's a good one. Right? Like, so I, I you know, I do this thing with you, uh-huh. but like, what else could I do with you? Well, I would do this with you. I would do this. I wouldn't even think of doing that. Yeah. Right? So those kinds of things. And that seems to be value to me. Or at least rooted in what I value. Or rooted in what you value. Okay. And I was thinking, hmm, interesting. I was, that's, that's good. I'm thinking, though, if maybe we can make even that more general and maybe detach it from value and say, maybe we can attempt the first definition of this thing of the day, that a person is the collection of all behaviors that are actual or possible. Mm. So all this collection of things that you are doing and that you might possibly do or not do, but they enter in the realm of the possibilities for you. Yes, and not literally what's possible because I could jump off this table, but like what is within my possibilities. Like, how would I say this? Abilities. Within the domain of likely things that I would do. Yes. Yeah, not like literal possibility, but like, you know, I could... We could go get a drink after this, or we could not. Not yes. like we could go to Iceland after this, because exactly. that's not really a thing. Yes, yes. But would you add to this also, as a part of your, of being a person, adding there all the things that you will not do? I was, yeah, I think so. I think right? that's always involved in anything. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what you're saying. Be- right? Because to choose, by definition, means to exclude. Yes. Right? So A means not anything else. So it's a person is the set of all the things that I'm doing, I can possibly do, I'm not doing, and I will never do. That's right. That's right. right? Is motivations included in here for you? Uh, what do you mean? Why? Why you do certain things? Is it part of it? Is it part of your... Oh, I think so. Yeah, it's part of the things that we said. Okay. So, so I was going to say, if it wasn't, we should at least mention that. So, yeah. and then what, what is that? What is why? What is motivation? It seems to be reasons. Yeah. Um, but what is that? I mean. But I think that that is, that's almost a ta- what I don't know if that's part of a person, the, though. The cause. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm not sure that's part of being no? a person. Okay. Maybe it's, uh, that's another dimension, right? Can I explain? Sure. And then let's see. So either this is going to be an extra thing that is part of a person is an extra thing that you don't think is part of a person or is already covered yeah. in what we said and it's yes. an extra. So if I, we do this podcast, right? This is a way of behaving towards each other, yeah. towards ourselves, yes. towards all the people listening, yes. towards the inanimate things like yes. the microphone, the computer. Yes, yes. You know, you smack it sometimes. Yeah, often. Um, but there's also, and there's things we would say, things we wouldn't say, Absolutely. right? So this all fits. But there's also why we do all of those things. Yes. And the why we do this seems to be something like a, a cause, almost like well, – I'm, I'm thinking first cause because I was doing Aquinas recently in my classes. But something like that, like the thing from which these – behaviors emerge and these tendencies emerge and it seems like without that motivation these things wouldn't have happened in the way that they happened i i understand while you were thinking while you were talking i was thinking yeah that definitely seems to be related right because the reasons why you do things they supposedly come from you right and that's what separates personalities right Yes, partially. yes, yes, partially. I'm, I'm thinking the – and I was thinking that at the same time I was thinking, well, uh, and of course this doesn't mean that you fully are, you're fully aware of why you do certain things the way they do. There might be an unconscious aspect, but that's separate, I don't mm-hmm. want to say. 
But then I was thinking that we make a distinction, though, sometimes between personal reasons and reasons. Like, why are you doing this? I have my personal reasons for doing that. Mm -hmm. It's like almost private enough that it becomes attached to the person. Okay, call it sure. personal. While there are certain reasons that you might have to do things, they are not personal. They're almost mm. part of the realm of reason in a different way. Why are you doing that? Well, because my boss told me. Yes. Okay. Or while you're doing that, well, and I just give you an explanation. While there are certain things that we're not, we're not willing to share. Sometimes this is mm. just the way I want to do it. It's why it's my personal reason for doing that. Or sometimes we can even explain, and somebody says, "But I don't see this reasoning going the direction you want." And one of the answer could be like, "Well, that's." the way I personally think about this. this is my way of thinking about it, right? Uh, and I'm wondering if this is, if actually mm -hmm. more than reasons, when we talk about persons, we should talk about beliefs. I knew you were going to say the word belief. Okay. Maybe it's, this is what we're, we, we cannot call it reasons, okay. but okay. belief. So because be beliefs ultimately are personal you would agree right? yes no, that's exactly well with reasons reasons are might be universal why not okay so uh, the beliefs that shared. people have yes Oof, what is that <laughs> what is a belief it seems to be see i don't mean to put you in a corner <laughs> but this is a thing you think yes right so I don't know what you're about to say, but I'm. But, okay, I'm so assuming that you're gonna. So it seems like say something true. <laughs> if we're including uh, beliefs, we're including something about mental activity, whatever that means. Yes. Right in the loosest sense, and it's a certain type of mental activity that's distinguished from other types, right? Because a belief is not a feeling, although feelings also might be part of the person. Okay. A belief is not. Um, a choice. A choice is maybe based on a belief, but they're distinct. Yes, definitely. Uh, okay. Um, a belief is not a imagination, although it starts maybe an imagination, right? But, yes. A belief seems to be something like a proto-claim. Okay. Meaning it's you taking a proto-propositional attitude towards something, <laughs> right? So it's yes. like, because it's not just an idea, because, and this is like Aristotle and Locke talk about this, because an idea is just like unicorn, right? Yeah. That's not a belief. No, it's a propositional thing you're saying, yeah. Right, and it, but as soon as I, I add a predicate to it, I say something about its being or non-being or about its qualities, then it becomes a belief. And it seems like that uh -huh. is the locus, right? Is Is my... The, the okay, I, I hear. I, hear. Uh, I don't know. You I, could be laughing for a no, good no, reason, no. for a bad reason. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, uh, I'm just trying to, to think there, right? Um, again, while we were talking, I was thinking, I have a question for you, first yes. of all. Uh, are beliefs rational? What do you mean by that? Are, are they like always, I should say, are they always rational? Are they always anchored in foundational? Mm. Okay, this is an interesting question. Are beliefs always clearly and rooted well? Yes. No, of course not, because no. people have irrational there beliefs. Are irrational beliefs, yeah. right, sometimes. Still part of who they are, though, I'd say. S still part of the person, yeah. Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, not, no issues with that. Um, the problem is uh, beliefs, again, and this is part why they're part of the person, Differently than truths and facts, <laughs> okay, change uh -huh. and can be changed. Yes, beliefs can change, uh, and they're changed. They, this is why they're beliefs. Because mm -hmm. otherwise, you would say, "I know stuff. I know that." That's Instead, right. Not all beliefs are knowledge. Yes, actually, the moment they are become knowledge, we call them knowledge, not beliefs anymore. Mm -hmm. they're, they're just feeble things, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, but if that's the case, there can be very well part of this group of things that make up something as okay. they go, right? Okay. Um, they, so, yes, beliefs can be part of of the things that make a person. Are, they have to. 
Okay. They're the only, if anything, out of this thing, belief, knowledge, uh, and so on, that is characteristic. That's the, the characteristic of the person. So the beliefs. I would think okay. so. Let's see if we can get even more fundamental. So we'd mentioned feelings. No controversy there. Whatever that means, we're like, yeah, the way someone feels about stuff as feels as part of who they are. I guess sure. Probably, yeah, I'll think about it. But for now, yeah, let's say yes. And then similarly, a kind of combination of feelings and that cloud of possibilities we can call like attitudes, outlook. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. the part. The part the, well, that, it, that's part of the possible. Yeah, towards things. Agreed. Or, yeah. But if we were to go more fundamental than that, the, the, the atoms of beliefs are ideas. Right? Like if you don't have ideas, there can't be a belief. Uh, I think that in a sense. Okay. I think the beliefs have to do not necessarily directly with ideas. Can I rephrase it? Yes. They might not be about ideas, but they involve ideas. Yes. Okay. They're attitudes, I mean. attitudes towards ideas. Yes. And like you can have a, it could be a belief about something out in the world, which is clearly not an idea. Yeah. But the belief itself yes. is based on little ideas. Uh, yes. You we're, have a reality. Yeah, we're used. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That, so. That's, the, that's what I called ideology before, right? Th- yes, yes, yes. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So. An idea we've agreed in the past is something like a, a picture of reality, yes, yes. right? It's like a mental representation. representation. Yes. And it might not be an accurate picture. It could be like a hypothetical picture of a yes. hypothetical reality. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, and I think this, is, this goes towards what we said about potentialities and things that, that we would eliminate. Mm-hmm. The kinds of things that fill your mental landscape like not even fully formed beliefs but i just mean for example uh i remember years ago i was traveling with the guys in my band mm-hmm. and fun times yeah yeah we were dry <laughs> we were driving to play a show at the mall of america you know, like all the way in, was that Minnesota? I think it's Minnesota. Yeah, I think so. And we didn't have a van. So we had like borrowed our friend's dad's, like a Crown Victoria, you know, like those old oh, sedans. God. Because <laughs> the trunks are deep enough yeah. to fit like drums, drums and amps and stuff. stuff. Like that. So we're driving out there, and my friend's, my drummer's brother, who yes. also was like our manager, yes. we did like a lot of P- PR stuff, he was super straight laced. Like he was just, he was like very robotic, very different from us. And we were having long car rides. And as you know, when you're on long car rides with people, you start talking about weird things. Yeah, of course. And something came up like, you know, (laughs) did you ever think about what it would be like to be a woman? Like we were talking about something like that. Okay. Okay. Which in the realm of philosophy is not at all a problem. Yeah. Strange, right? And I think I think the question was: Did you ever think about what it would be like to have the opposite set of parts? Yes, so okay. like this, right? And we're all like, "Oh, that's interesting." And he was like, "No, why would I think about that? That's a waste of time." But right? <laughs> and so that's what I'm saying. It's like the basic ingredients of his mental landscape are such that he is excluding a whole host of possible not only beliefs but ideas to play around with so it's like Hmm. i'm trying to think of the best way to say this it's like the client the mental climate what ideas do you allow to come in and go out and dwell upon where do you focus your attention what kinds of questions do you ask things like that so you're saying that this is part of your it's part of the person totally and this is exactly why he was very different from i hear you i hear you well, I think that uh, at first I thought you were saying that those ideas in itself were part of the person. Mm. But then I realized that you're not saying that. You're saying that whatever you allow. That's right. It's like. It's the willingness. 
it's like the the road trip inside the for lack of a better word the world of ideas takes different turns mm -hmm. and encounters different landscapes if you want uh, or gets into different climates depending on where you drive is that what you're saying so yeah sure yep. why not because this is how you account for differences in levels of openness um closeness playfulness creativity uh experiments that that also means that all those things can be changed because it's part of personality right? sure so you get somebody who's close-minded doesn't have to be close-minded forever yep something can happen and, and then someone that's open, open it can be, can become close-minded close. right sure sure um that also means that theoretically we all might have our blind spots when it comes to landscape of ideas right mm. um not that this is necessarily relevant but i'm thinking i'm also thinking okay so all those things that have to do with change are part of this thing that we call person. Now I'm starting to wonder if we're – what can we exclude, right? What can we exclude? Yes. What things are not part of Because it seems like we keep on piling on stuff. But I think it's legitimate for somebody listening. It's like, okay, so what is now part of being a person? I had a thought, and I'm I'm curious what you're going to say about it because there's a sense in which I could see someone including it, but this would complicate our definition. So, in Nicomachean Ethics, it's like book, I think three. Okay. Um, this is after he defines teleology and eudaimonia and mm -hmm. virtue, mm -hmm. um, the virtues of thought from the virtues of character. He then goes in book three to talk about the concept of voluntary versus non-voluntary. Yeah. Um, and involuntary, he makes a distinction there too. And so he says like, when you're dealing with a person's character, right, which again is, is goes back to the ethics, um, you can rightfully judge someone for something that was voluntary. In other words, that was their own doing. They're, they're willing, they were willing to do that. Yeah, and he says something basically like if someone was walking, they're like a waiter with a bunch of glasses and there's a hurricane and, and it blows them over and they drop all the glasses you on someone, them, right? you're not blaming them. So it's, I'm wondering if things about you that are involuntary but that you do or that happen to you aren't part of your personality. Are not. Are not. But this is complicated because what about someone who, for example, has Tourette's? That's not a part of their voluntary landscape, but it is something that probably is part of how they think of themselves and how other people yeah, think of so them. I, th I think that the involuntary stuff are part of your personality. Okay. I think they are. I think we have to draw a line between the involuntary things that are and the involuntary things that aren't. I think all involuntary things are part of it. If they're coming from the inside. Uh, Whatever that means. Lowercase. No, 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 no. I wasn't, I wasn't saying oh, because of our usual yeah, 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 of the yeah. inside thing. I was thinking, I don't know if there are things that come from the outside. Uh, so if we're talking about, again... The guy bringing stuff and it, the hurricane comes, that's not even part of his personality, the fact Agreed. that he, so that is that, that is not that's causation, right? That's mm -hmm, different. Mm -hmm. We're talking about all the things that we talked about before, attitudes, way in which we see landscape, uh, all sorts, all the things that we mentioned before. I think that actually the more involuntary and automatic, the more they're part of your personality, the more it makes you, you. Okay, and the reason you're saying this is because I understand exactly what you're saying, because the things that are truly you are the things you don't have to think about or yeah. try to do. It's like when somebody does something and you get mad and then you talk to somebody who's like, what do you, this is the this way is she you, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the way hmm. she is. What do you expect? You know this already. Why are you still getting mad, right? This is interesting. And, um, and then you talk to the person like, why do you do this? And the person tells you, well, I didn't mean to do it. Okay, question. 
Do we think that these things that you're pointing out, which we're calling involuntary, actually aren't? Because in theory, they're still changeable. Like like the person with Tourette's, that thing is non-voluntary, as yes. far as I know. Or yes. the person with one arm, yeah, that's yeah. non-voluntary. Yes. But like... He has a tendency to zone out mm -hmm. when you're talking to him. Yes. Like that one could be changed. So I think that by involuntary, I mean definitely changeable things. Yes. Things Just changeable things that are so internalized. Yes. Okay. Yes. I that they're like so. second nature. Yes. I would okay. say so. I think, well, Again, that doesn't mean that that's going to change, as we were saying, but there is a possibility of a change. Uh, can the person with threats change? I'm, I'm, I'm not familiar with. This is the thing that I was struggling with, is like, what about those things? The things that are unchangeable? Like, let's say you have... Um, like any, any... One arm. Yes. Or let's say you have something happened, like, okay, the railroad spike went yeah. through your brain, yeah. and then now you have different beliefs mm -hmm. and tendencies and your whole mental landscape is different well that you changed your personality in that case right but i know what you're trying to say though you're trying to say yes like there are certain features of an individual that make it impossible for they to just change it yeah and are those things part of who they are as a person uh no okay. i'm gonna say no okay that might be part of who they are as something else. As a public person? Because is that a different thing? No. And I would say that that's not in the personhood realm, actually. Okay. That might have something to do with those fixed characteristics. I'm trying, this is very hard. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of an example mm -hmm. that's like a, a behavior mm -hmm. that's totally involuntary. Like a tick. Something like that, but I don't know enough about these okay. issues to where I can truly say whether they're like a hundred percent involuntary or not, uncontrollable or not. Okay, so yeah. okay, let's think of this. Let's think of. Mm. And while you're thinking, just to localize it, like yeah, yeah. I, like for example, I had a, f a friend in high school who uh, who stuttered very bad, and I don't know. I've never looked into like the physiology of stutter of stuttering. So I don't know the extent to which that's controllable. Now it's certainly not easily controllable. What about being colorblind? Would that, would that work? If the colorblindness results in behaviors that are noticed. Yeah, of course. Like Bob, can you hand me the red thing? And you're like, oh, Bob, always handing me the green thing. Exactly. Sure, that works. That works. That works. Is that so? Is being colorblind part of Bob's personality? Yes. I would say no. You would say no. No. I would okay. say that that is part of who Bob is rather than his personality. I'm not sure that I understand the difference between those two senses. <laughs> I figured. I think that that is part, being colorblind is part of the immutable part of that, let's call it individual. And therefore, since it's not changeable. It's not part of its personhood. And since personhood should be changeable, this is not part of it. Now, we need to call the receptacle where all this Immutable, immutable things mm -hmm. go something else because it's not their personhood mm. that's rather that can be to make this to use two different words and then you know we, I don't know if it's the right word we can say that that's part of their individuality who they are as an individual not as a person and I know that sounds like semantics but um, there's, I feel like there's some common words that people use, and I want to yes. throw one out. And I know, I know your, I believe I know your initial feeling towards this thing. But like, I want you to really think about how it would relate. <laughs> yes, gotcha. In this distinction, which one, if either, is the thing 
that people refer to when they use the word soul. Is someone's soul their personality, meaning all of those mutable things? Or is someone's soul the the thing you're calling individuality? I think it would be I think it would be the second one. Okay, I'm thinking that too because it seems like your soul is permanent. It's what stays the same throughout, right? That would never ch- it's you still have the same soul that you had when you were born. Okay. Right? Okay. So I have a follow up now though. Yes. That's I would say that If this is the thing we call the soul, then I think we're in trouble because I am nothing <laughs> other than my color blindness really in necessity in essentiality. Yes, definitely. Oh. And I have... Whereas the things I do and the things I think are not part of my soul. They're not essential to you, though. They're accidental, aren't they? So this is the this is where we disagree. Surprise! Okay. <laughs> Here's where it happens. Uh, but why, though? I don't think that those things really make you you. Uh, I mean, those are not the immutable... T- Actually, they make you who you are. They make, they make your personality. personality. They're, they make your personhood. They're mm-hmm. what constitutes your personhood. At the same time, they're not essential. They could be completely different, and you still be Anthony. Whew. Okay, because this you is... because there is the possibility of you within the definition that we gave. There is the possibility of you to change those things. Yeah, right. But still, you will have the same soul, wouldn't you? Okay, here's a question. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds sorry before before you go on. Yes, I know no, it please. sounds crazy. Because what I'm saying is that your personality is not what defines you. That's right. But I think that that is the case. Because if this thing can be changed, you're a new Anthony, but you're still Anthony. What is that? It's like a different version of you. It's not a new you. It's Anthony 2.0, but it's still Anthony. So an annoying question would be, what is that? Like, what is Anthony? What is the you that I still am? Just in a different you version. You me? Yeah, I'm asking you. <laughs> I just, listen, I, the wrong person to ask. You know that. I mean, I'm trying to make the distinction to make clear that there is a receptacle somewhere else where all those other characteristics float. Okay. And those all characteristics that float all together, we kind of decide to collectively call them individuality, soul, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Now that these things really exist, okay. that is a different question. Right, because like... I am thinking of the word self throughout the whole time of this. Of course, so you know that I'm not going <laughs> to. I know you, again, what I said in the last episode, I know you say this. Sure. <laughs> you say that. You say you believe. Um, but. But I'm. Okay. So the what reason. Was the question? So you had, you had mentioned something earlier like, well, why are those accidental things part of you? Yeah. And I think my response would be I think that question. Um, presupposes that those things are accidental. Now, you might respond by saying, but if they're changeable in theory, aren't they accidental? To which I would respond, normally that's how you think about these things. Mm-hmm. But, it, but it seems like there's things that are technically accidents on a metaphysical level mm-hmm. that are like more essential. And let me give you an example. Mm. You okay? Imagine you chose some path for your life, Mm -hmm. like to be a philosopher, Mm -hmm. right? To teach. You don't have to be a philosopher. You don't have to teach. Those are accidental. Those are accidental, quote unquote. Yes. However, is this not? the core of who you are and if it's not that then what is it um i thought you were going actually i thought there was another piece coming saying like there i also through the spots that i chose there's the fact that i like uh reddish purplish shirts okay that's so funny i would call that pink but okay okay maybe this is interesting going off of our uh sensation (laughs) episode yeah 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 uh uh, so it's a good color. Let's assume that uh, that brings me there, right? I thought you were going to say like, being a philosopher, even though it might still be accidental, it's more fundamental than you liking red shirts for who you are. I think that's true too. Yeah. Okay. I think that's true too. Okay. And my rebuttal to that, I don't know if it applies also to the first question you asked, is 
depending where you make the cut, mm-hmm. literally. Meaning that depending on what we're talking about and de- depending on your, again, I'm going to use the word that you don't like, the ideology, mm-hmm. the way I interact with the way in which I uh, think things are, right, and the way they are, uh, sure, I can I can say that some things are more fundamental than others. I can say I can completely identify with my personhood. Mm-hmm. But the truth is that those things are part of my persona more than my... So part of your mask. Yeah, more than... More than but, but I don't want to use the word mask, even though that's what it is in, in Latin, uh, because people assume that means fake, right? Mm-hmm. Well, instead, what I'm saying is this is part of what I believe I am and what I believe to be fundamental in my being. But the truth is that these things, if they change tomorrow, well, it will hurt, of course. I will feel lost. But they're not really the fundamental things that make someone someone. Okay. There are more fundamental. And again, a materialist would say, those things are just material stuff, the real fundamental yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't believe that, but yes. I'm saying I'm giving you an example. Yes. Like there are there are cores that are like really the structure. And those are the unchangeable things. They're the things that if I'm stripped of all my titles and all my stuff, there are a certain number of things. Um now, if pressed on telling you exactly what they are, I might be in trouble because I, I you know. We, we can go through, uh, through a list. But generally speaking, I want to say that we can make this distinction. And I think that it's counterintuitive, right? Because we think of ourselves as our personhood in terms mm-hmm. in which we have, we are represent, we have represented it. But in truth, again, what you're calling soul is different. And that is the soul thing that really well, soul is, is you. This is... Suke, which is right? yeah, yeah, which is absolutely like the bare bones stuff, right? That I think that it's what is essential and it's, unchangeable. It's interesting because the way we've developed that root is psyche, psyche, yeah. mind. Yeah, no, absolutely, right? absolutely. Because um, I'm wondering, and this, so this, this will be the last question because then we'll uh, continue in the next episode, and then we'll get into the other stuff. Yeah. Um, so if you suddenly, you know, for whatever reason. You're not a philosopher anymore. You're not yeah. a teacher. I assume that the next thing you do, if you had a choice, even if it's radically different from this, it would come from the same place. It would be informed by the same way. Right? And maybe that has to do with motivation. And okay. even if you didn't have a choice the thing that you didn't have a choice to do, you would probably do from that area mm-hmm. with that same motivation. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if, is any of what we said as far as personality goes part of this thing you're calling your core? And if so, could motivation be one of those things? I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Just I'm not sure. But, think I, about this. but I have, so I was thinking of something that maybe answers this question. Sorry, slash outlook, slash possibly value, although we yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. to use that word. It, I'm thinking, could it be that the the, the, the difficulties that we're having in, in, in agreeing on this come from the fact that the assumption is that there is the fundamental stuff, which are the bare bones, the structure, and I, again, I have furthered this, this way of thinking by the things that I said, and then on top of it, we build this personality thing, this personhood, right? And then, and then we think that again, looking at the old classic metaphysics, that the fundamental stuff influences the the higher level things, like the the the, the personhood part. But the opposite is impossible, right? Because the accidental things cannot modify the fundamental things. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if this is the issue. The issue is that in theory we had to allow for the second level thing to kind of feed back mm-hmm. into the fundamental things that we call unchangeable but really maybe they're not as unchangeable as we think 
better. The second order things can feed back into the fundamental stuff, opening more, making them more malleable. Like there is a, I don't think there is necessarily that rigidity there that we imagine when we think about fundamental, unchangeable. Right. You're saying, you, and you're not saying there's no lines. You're just saying the lines are a little bit. Yeah, you get it. They're plastic. Warbly. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. So maybe that's the way we get out of this impasse. Hmm. Meaning that at the end of the day, uh, the soul, right? Yes, it's immutable. It's what makes you you. But depending the way you move it, you discover it's like uh, it's like having a, a flashlight inside a dark room, and all of a sudden you're like, depending where you turn, you see a corner that you didn't see before, mm-hmm. and you cannot see both of them at the same time. But interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still thinking about this, and maybe we can continue this into the next episode. Even though we need to talk about the value stuff. Even though we need to talk about the value stuff, we'll do that too. Um, Next episode is going to be number 80. Number 80. Even number. Good. All right. We'll see you there. See you later.